Hello, everybody. Welcome to our next episode of D4C Connects. It is great to be back in a very special edition. We've uh, upgraded our studio here, you can tell, because we have Dr. Randy Hamilton here with us today. Uh, Dr. Hamilton uh, was uh, was the uh, owner and, and really the mastermind of building the iKids um, dynasty, I think is a fair way to call it, in uh, Texas and affiliated with D4C about a year ago. And it's been an absolute pl privilege and pleasure to work with you. And I'm looking really forward to kind of talking about your journey and, uh, and how you came to work with us here at D4C. So introduce yourself to the sure. uh, podcast world here. Randy, great to be here. Um, Love the new studio. It's great. From from Dallas, Texas, um, born, raised. After high school, left for about twenty years. Um, played around in, in different things, and finally decided to, that Texas was the was a place to be. So came back to Texas, and and that's where the journey of iKids actually started. And preparing to, to get back to Texas and, and knowing that I would be opening up my my dental offices um, from the beginning, I knew that that. It was going to to be more than one for sure. Yeah, and I wanted to get away from that, as I've said before, that traditional aspect of, of dentistry. And what I mean by that is that the same old adage of of walking into a medical dental office, any any type of healthcare office, and it was always the same thing. Yep, you would walk in, and there'd be those closed glass windows uh -huh, and uh -huh. you walk up and and someone would open that glass window and hand you that clipboard and then they close it on you and you'd have to go fill it out and then wait for them to get off the phone maybe and they'd open the glass window and take that clipboard from you and it was the same thing over and over and then the dental assistant would or medical assistant would open the door and yell your name across the the entire waiting room and by tradition because we had always gone with our parents, we knew that when our name was yelled, we were just supposed to stand up and walk all the way over there. And it, it never changed. And I never understood why that, that customer service mm -hmm. never entered the healthcare industry like it did in the entertainment world like Disney or the hotel industry like the Ritz-Carlton, mm -hmm. even the food <clears throat> world like Chick-fil-A, if mm -hmm. you will. And I wanted to bring that, that customer service, that that patient experience to the to the healthcare industry, and that's and that's kind of where iKids was founded. Mm -hmm. So, initially, when you when you walk into that that iKids, it is a welcome from the beginning, and it's a sincere welcome, not just a where you hear this welcome, mm -hmm. but it is a standing up, smiling. You really feel that that you are part of iKids family as soon as you walk in, and and that's what we wanted to to display. When our assistant opens the door, they don't just open the door and yell the name. They open the door, shut it behind them, walk all the way up to the guest, formally introduce themselves, escort them back. Yeah. And then when you get in the back, we make sure that we follow Sam Walton's old 10-foot rule. And that's when you're within 10 feet of someone, you smile, you make eye contact, and you speak. And it is amazing what happens when a, a mother or a father that have that have had a rough day or a rough morning and all of a sudden they get 10 good mornings or 10 hellos mm -hmm. it's hard not to smile back and eventually yeah. respond right and that's and that's really where high kids started off was was with this customer experiences this patient experience customer service and started with one office and eventually in, in 10 years grew to 16 offices wow, wow. and it wasn't without trial and error sure, or, or sure. mistakes, right? Um, for sure, conferences that I would go to on, with DSOs would, would teach me things that I wouldn't have to reinvent the wheel. Mm -hmm. And over, over those 
over the first few years, I, I realized that I needed to centralize everything. Yep. And that, that did two things for me. It kept me ahead of my growth mm -hmm. because it's so difficult to play catch up. Sure. And two, it also helps with the patient experience. Yeah. When you take what I, what I always call the unfun stuff and put them in a, in a central, mm -hmm. central area, and that way our offices can focus just on mm -hmm. the parents, just on the, on the children. So as we, are, as we are continuing to grow, I remember someone at a conference walking up to me and said, you know what, as you build these mini offices, you're going to lose that customer service because mm -hmm. that corporate dentistry, you can't have the same customer service as you can in a private office. And I love a challenge. <laughs> right? So anytime someone says that I can't do something, yeah. that is when I want to prove them wrong. Yeah. So I came up with this this different company called, we called it NEDAC mm -hmm. Institute. And, and that's a whole nother story how, how I named that. It's hard to come up with with different names. So. Um, took one of my son's names and just turned it around backwards, oh, and that's that's, that's where that's where NEDAC came from. And with with NEDAC Institute, it was an eight-hour accredited course just on customer mm -hmm. service in the healthcare industry, from mm -hmm. from how to answer phones to how to talk to parents yep. and 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 so on. And every one of of our team members, when they came on to iKids, would have to take this eight-hour accredited course. And that allowed all the offices to be standardized yep. and, and follow the same same guidelines in customer service. Yep. And this proved to be so efficient that that a all of a sudden a corporate structure, a large group of offices, yep. could have that same customer service and give that same hmm. patient experience that you have in one little office. So we continued to grow. Yep. And we get to the point to where I knew that, that I was leveraged out mm -hmm. so much that, that I could not continue to grow anymore. Yeah. And when you have something that is so great, yep. you want to share that sure. with the world, sure. right? So then in order to share it, you have to continue to grow. So I had to find a way to increase my capital. Mm -hmm. In order to increase my capital, I knew that I had to partner with someone that was larger yep. than, I, than I was. So that's where I had to had to decide if I wanted to to share iKids with a larger DSO mm -hmm. or partner with a private equity. Since yep. we already had our platform, that would have, mm -hmm. that would have been easy to do as well. And that's where it comes into something that is that is more personal. Yeah. And and, and it wasn't a an easy decision that you just make overnight. Yeah. And you you look at private equity, you look at that DSO market, mm -hmm. and you tell yourself, what is it? you want to do over the next five to ten years mm -hmm. where do you want to be in the next five to ten years and for me it made more sense to go with the larger DSL and started looking at all the major players and mm -hmm. they would they would come to me and, and over the past few years they had been coming to me yeah as well as a, a few private equity firms too so I had to start narrowing it down mm -hmm. and I started talking to all the major major players mm -hmm. out there and it came down to Basically seven. Uh, yeah. What did, what did you I, use to had, filter this? To yeah. How did you myself. think about and, weeding through and, and and going through that that yeah. weeding process? It, it came down to like that seven points yep. that yep. that, that mm -hmm. I would recommend anyone that is looking to sell their office, whether it be to another associate, to a DSO, to private equity, that they take these seven seven points down. Mm -hmm. And the first one is you have to be able to get along with the executive team. Yeah. So you have your your C the CEO, the CFO, the COO, you have your, your, um, just, just executives mm -hmm. 
the, the directors, and, and you have to be able to get along with all of them. And when I say get along, it's not just talk on the phone, right. but can you, can you go to a baseball game with yeah. them? Can you hang yeah. out with them? Yeah. Can you go eat with them and, and, and you're laughing and, and not yeah. talk about dentistry, but talk about life and right. still enjoy yourself and have a right. good time. The backyard barbecue and test. That, that's yeah. exactly right. And, and, and that is that is so important yeah. because you're yeah. you're going to be married to these guys yeah. for yeah. you know for the next how, however many years. Yeah. Second point, do you share the same values? Do mm. you share the same goals, philosophy, vision? Yeah. And if those if those match up then let's let's move on to move on to number number three and and that is do your leadership styles align mm. because if your leadership styles align it's going to be a long five ten fifteen years yeah. how long yeah. you're you're partnering with them next number four i think is is do they approve and like the way that you run your business mm. Mm. and the Opposite side can be said the same thing. Do you like the way that they run their business? So a larger DSO, I had 16 offices already. Yeah. So I was looking at this at these larger DSOs that had 100, 200, 300 offices. Yeah. Do I like the way that they are running their business? Yeah. Do do their businesses align together? And and we've talked about this before. Yeah. Is it just a a group of offices that the, this DSO is going in and collecting, or are they one? office group yeah. which is yep. all aligned and standardized yeah. and that's what I was looking for yeah. that that allowed me to know that they they were organized and, and, and together and after that you, you look and see what are the changes that are going to be mm -hmm. made mm -hmm. and so many DSOs would come to me and say Dr. Hamilton you know we, we want your company and, and we're not going to make any changes at all and you have to almost have no common sense <laughs> to think that yeah. that that is actually the case. Yep. And as much as they want to say that no changes are going to be made, some changes are yeah. going to happen. Yeah. And you have to you have to know what those are. And hopefully, the DSO that you're partnering with will be open enough to tell you what those what those changes are. That's such a great point. I was just talking to somebody yesterday um, who kind of had this assumption. I forget what it was. I think she was. Um, uh, she was so confident that every DSO was going to change uh, uh, the insurance that they accepted in the office. And so she, that was an assumption that she had. And so that was one of her hesitancies for DSO. She said, well, you know, I've spent a lot of time kind of negotiating these contracts and I've got the, the carriers that I like and I don't, I don't want anybody to mess with that. And, and I said, well, gosh, we, D4C doesn't mess with that. Um, and, and, and so I think the point, is, and there might be some things that, that we might change that she, but the point is have that conversation. Yeah, don't go right. in with kind of these preconceived notions of what's going to change or what's not going to change. To your point, I think it's a great knowing. Point. Knowing is, is half the yeah. battle, as, yeah. as they say, right? And if you know, and there's that communication, yeah. then it's all good. Yeah. You can, you can get through it. So know, know what number five was know, know what changes, yeah. you know, they are, they're going to make. Um, Number six. What was what was number six? Um, oh, the financials of the of mm. the company. These DSOs come in, and, and all of a sudden they want to do their QV with you, and they want to know every detail yeah. from from yeah. you know, who I took to dinner, what vacations I had, yeah, or, yeah. or 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 such. And they want to know where every penny was spent. Yeah. Well, it's only fair to know the financials of the DSO. Yeah. And. Even further, if it's a larger DSL, that means that there's a private equity backing them. Yeah. What are the financials of that, sure. of that private equity? Yeah. How strong are they? And even though private equities have investors, no one likes to use their own money, 
everyone wants to use borrowed money. <laughs> so that means that every private equity has a bank that yeah. is backing them. Yeah. What is that bank like? Yeah. Who is it? Yeah. You know, find find these things out. Yeah. And last, and I think the most important, this is your baby. You have grown this office. You have done, put in your blood, sweat, tears. Are you ready to let go? And if you are not ready to let go, it's going to be a, a very tough, tough sell. Yeah. Um, a lot of sleepless nights. It's a good point. So, but once you are ready to let yeah. go, that's when you can enjoy the ride. Yeah. And, and so you went through that process um, and uh, you kind of filtered everybody through the seven, ultimately decided D4C was going to well, be your partner. There's, there's only, at the, at the end of that yep. filter, yep. there's only one company that, that matched all those yep. seven points and, and it was D4C. And their values completely matched with, with mine. Yep. Their vision of taking care of children completely matched with mine. They care more about the child experience mm-hmm. than, than anything else. And what I loved, I had met with the CEO, and he had told me a couple of stories where, where they walked away mm-hmm. from some some companies that that yeah. wanted to be transitioned mm-hmm. with them, mm-hmm. but it just wasn't a right fit. Yep. And for a company to be able to walk away from some big, big opportunities, that says a lot about yep. the company. Yep. Also, what inspired me about D4C is that they are a specialty DSO only, just like I am. So, and not knocking any DSOs, there's great DSOs out there, but they are a, a mixture of, of general dentists and different specialties. Mm-hmm. But when you focus just on a specialty, mm-hmm. that is when that perfection comes to play. Yeah. And none of us are perfect, but we all strive to have that perfection. Yeah. And we want to be flawless. And if you focus on that one specialty, that's when you can become closer to that flawlessness than yeah. anything else. Yeah. So ultimately, D4C was the perfect match for iKids Pediatric. Well, it's been, a, it's been a great ride with you, and we've learned a lot from you. And that was one of the things, um, kind of two more questions here, and then we'll round this out because I, I, I know uh, I want to respect everybody's time. So tell me about um, kind of your, you know, how were you able to take the, the 16 offices that you grew and kind of lead those into a larger leadership role? Because not everybody wants to do that, right? Some people say, look, I, I, I kind of want to just get back in the mouth and only do the mouth and get rid of you know, all leadership responsibility. You said, hey, I'm hungry. I, I want to do more. And yeah. so we were able to plug that in. So tell a little bit about kind of how that's worked. Well, sure. So again, I'd already proven the model that, that even going into a larger DSO, you can still have that same customer service. Yeah. So that wasn't, that wasn't a concern for me. Yeah. And in, in all these conversations that we had, I knew that we would still have the autonomy mm-hmm. uh, as I kids. So it was a matter of, of talking to my entire team and letting them know that, that we are still I kids. We are just joining a, a, a partner that's going to give us the support we mm-hmm. need that we can continue to share what we know to be so great. Yeah. And a great, the way that I said it was that, that D4C is coming in, they're basically going to give I kids a steroid shot. Mm-hmm. And with that steroid shot, that's going to help us do what, what we do best, continue to grow and take care of these, take care of these children. Yeah. And were there, were there hiccups along the way? Of course. Sure. You know, I'd, I'd be lying to say that, that there weren't. But none of them were, were such that, that they couldn't be overcome. <clears throat> Was there some turnover? Of course. Yeah. I, had, I had people that were with me for forever, and they just looked at that as, as a time to, 
to for change. Yeah, I guess so. They, yeah. you know, some uh, some of my my long um, term people actually left the whole dental ministry and, and wanted to start something on their own, yeah. and, and they kind of used it as, gosh, I kids has has transformed and evolved, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and I really don't like the word change. Change yeah. is a negative connotation yeah. for a lot of people, so we always use the word evolve. Yeah. and and they just wanted to evolve, and, and they wanted to try something yeah. else as well, and. There's no animosity. We left with with great feelings, and, yeah. and we just we continued to to move forward. And having that transparency and up front, one hundred percent. And and this year has been has been absolutely wonderful. Yeah. And I come from a background of sales. Yeah. So I grew up in in, in sales. Uh, I'll even admit that I was a, a car salesman at one time, and <laughs> and grew up in the furniture business, selling furniture, and and worked played in the corporate world a little a little bit before dental school. And the one thing that that you always see in sales is that that buyer's remorse or yeah. in this case seller's yeah. remorse and I can honestly say that if I had to do it all over again I would sell to D4C yeah, that's and great. I would do the same same thing oh, that's over. great um, well that's music to our ears obviously and it's been a great partnership last question for you and, and then we'll uh, we'll keep people excited about tuning in for the next one um, you talked about that financial piece and why that was important to know who's backing you. Um, you know, in particular here at D4C, one of the things that we're able to offer sellers is the ability to, um, uh, when you sell your practice, to obviously get cash, but then roll some of that cash into equity into D4C as a whole. So you kind of take your dollars and go from 16 offices to being able to be part of the 200 plus offices. Tell me a little bit about that and kind of your thought process there and, and perhaps why that might be a little unique, um, you know, compared to some of the other structures that you were presented with. Sure, 100%. So when you when you believe in something and you believe in it 100%, you want to be a part of that. And and I wasn't ready to completely let go, so D4C offered me an opportunity to reinvest mm-hmm. um, a certain percentage, and, and I did. And the unique thing about that is that I'm not just reinvesting in iKids, I'm able yeah. to reinvest into the entire company. Yeah. And, it, and it's Class A shares, which is, which is unusual yeah. for DSO to, to offer Class A shares. And not only that, I've had many doctors come and say, as a, well, mm-hmm. what do you do with your associates? Well, your associates also have the opportunity yes to invest in those same class A shares yeah. that the doctor owner yeah. has. And and that is unique. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Well, Dr. Hamilton, it has been an absolute uh, privilege and pleasure. Thank you very much for uh, joining us for the first upgraded studio uh, D4C okay. Connects podcast episode and uh, look forward to next time. Andy, thanks so much. Of course, thanks. See you guys next time.